Hello, and welcome to another episode of Podcasting Success Secrets. My name is Hector Santi Esteban, and I'm your host for today. And we're here with Queen Candy, and she's the host of the Queen Candy Podcast. She's over 100 episodes into her journey, and we're going to talk about the highs, the lows, the, the in-betweens. And I have to say before we move any forward, the audio is obviously a little different than usual. We are in a different setting. I'm recording in my parents' guest room. Thanksgiving weekend. Candy is recording in her car. We're going to make this happen. There will be some with merges. So if you stick with us and you can get past that, I promise you we'll make it worth your time. Candy, thank you for hanging out with us and spending some time with us today. Thank you. So let's get right in. I have to give you some recognition here because I am always someone who has shied away from even thinking that anyone would listen to a show called the Hector Santi Esteban show. I can't even fathom it. And so whenever I run into somebody who takes that on, because I know that there's an internal journey and battle that, that comes along with it, I'm always so excited because I try and steal some of their gusto or confidence. But yeah. take me back as far back as you think is necessary. Like, where did the origins of the Queen Candy podcast start? When did you first start thinking about having a show or even some of the things that may have led up to that? Oh, wow. Actually, it goes all the way back to my childhood because a lot of what I talk about on my show is from that, my healing journey and a lot of the pain and struggles that I went through growing up. Short story, foster care, went through child abuse, was homeless, went through domestic violence, four kids, couple relationships, and now here I am with the whole story and journey of my life, pretty much. And I also make it very clear, I share my healing journey through Islam because I am a Muslim woman, so I do follow the Muslim faith. I think that's what a lot of people call it, but which has helped me to get the courage to do my own podcast. Was in Atlanta for about 14 months, did radio there on a few stations, went from there. Now I'm here in Illinois, not far from Chicago. And the idea came from me being tired of being on other people's platform. When not getting the one-on-one that I needed, if you will, was on a couple of networks and that did not work out as well. So I finally just decided just to do my own thing. And four seasons in, about to wrap up season four Sunday, it's been a journey. The, the most recent podcast that I launched was called Modern Masculinity. And for the longest time, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And I said, I found all these excuses and reasons to put it off. But something kept telling me to, you have to start the show. You have to start the show. And it became such a loud thing in my head that I couldn't <laughs> ignore it anymore. That was boy. that? Did you experience something similar or was it like you knew right away and, and you just got started? Or like, how did that process of starting it occur for you? Actually, it was somewhat similar to what you said. When I first started my podcast, I was just playing around. At first, I would do an episode just like here and there. And I wasn't really uh, serious about it like I should have been. And like I said, same as you, like that inner voice and you're on other people's platform and you're putting all this time and energy into them, you can do the same thing for yourself. So that's where that came in. And yeah, I was I couldn't ignore it. So when I got on another network, it made me put out more and more content. So now I was doing it every week. So I had to push myself to get there. So to stay consistent. Do you think that 
you would have reached that level of output or you said that the network it wasn't the ideal experience or didn't have the ideal outcome but you said that it got you to creating more content is that something that you look back on as a benefit of joining the network or were there others or take me what was that experience like help help people who are who are new to that and walk us through what that was like for you yeah yeah absolutely i won't say anything bad about network at all they did help me with a lot of things they opened me to other platforms and how i can better expand and grow my podcast so definitely yeah especially like i said putting out more and more content that's what motivated me to do that so yeah i wouldn't say anything bad about them at all it definitely motivated me and definitely pushed me to keep doing more did you seek them out did they seek you out what was that what was that you actually joining the network have you heard of wisdom it's a app. It's basically it's audio. So if you want to do a podcast or radio, you can go on there and do it. And she was on there doing an audio live stream, and I joined on, and I heard her talking about how she has. It's called CTR Media Network. She's the CEO of it, and they were looking for podcasters. So that's how we connected, and I was with her for about a year. So I did learn a lot. I did. So then it seems like you parted ways, or like that kind of partnership yeah. ended. What was the next phase of the Queen Candy show or how did you move past that and and what was the next evolution like? Just to keep pushing my show and like I said, keep putting out content. One of the other things was to connect with more people, which is what I'm trying to do now, especially going into 2024. Uh, I would definitely say that. You mentioned that your show was about your healing journey. At least from the outside, a lot of people would say, wow, 120 some odd episodes that you must run out of stuff to talk about or you must you must have talked about everything. How did you keep up? Like, how did the content evolve or how did you continue to find ways to continue to speak about things that you were passionate about or relevant? What was that journey like? Actually, that's what I thought, too. But no, you you actually don't because there's so much going on in the world, on the news and so much does like changing your life like daily honestly i never planned anything right before i start my show i just start talking or i get a certain topic in my head but i never actually write anything down it's just all comes from my head you're like the jay-z of podcasters i'll take that as a compliment (laughs) um yeah but there are certain topics i focus on like mental health domestic violence and yeah, mental, yeah, mental health, domestic violence, suicide prevention. So those are three things I focus on talking about every year. I try not to miss those. But mostly I just share things, motivation, positivity, my journey to let everybody know how I got to where I am. And I don't know, I just do it. Yeah. Well, 120 episodes, that's to do anything 120 times, let alone something that requires recording, editing, publishing, and if you want to promote it and such, to do that 120 times, oh, yeah. is, it's significant. And so the biggest thing that we found that prevents a podcaster from succeeding is just continuing to publish. So many don't get past episode seven. And then the ones that get past seven, they don't usually get past 25. And then the ones that don't get past 25, most of them don't get past 99. And so there are these stages And just by continuing to get to that next benchmark, you can play above your league a little bit. You can kind just by outlasting somebody, you can beat somebody who is faster, stronger, or quicker, or better looking, whatever it is, by outlasting them. Those 120 episodes, roughly how long of a period was that over? 
I usually do my show from January to November okay. of every year. So and then probably December, looking at about three-ish years. Yeah. Coming up on three years. Yeah. Was there ever a time where you thought about quitting or was there ever a time where you had to take a break or was that a challenge continuing to keep on or has it just been you couldn't ever live? Like, you couldn't ever think of a time where you wouldn't be publishing a podcast every week. How did that evolve for you? Yeah, actually, I did think about quitting and that was this season. I've had my challenges and stuff over the first three and still managed to get everything out there, was learning so much along the way. But this season, it was a whole lot different. I had a lot of personal things going on. So mental health issues myself, keeping myself motivated and whatnot, moving around and just barely keeping everything together. So it was a lot of weeks I was recording my show and I was just like, I don't feel like doing this. I got so much on my shoulders all I want to do is stay in bed but then the other part was like no you made a commitment this is what you love to do so it's like a conversation I had with myself I don't know if that sounds corny but it was motivating myself okay get up and do it we know you don't feel like it this is what you love to do it's gonna pay off in the long run and I had a lot of people thought I was close to try to challenge me with my kids and everything because they're in Florida and I'm up here trying to get everything together and I just share all that to say all that is what almost made me just stop. But I was like, absolutely not. That would be so weak. And after all the work you put in, it would be for nothing. And you have yeah. a story and you got a message you need to get out there. You don't have to do your show like everybody else. You do what's going to be comfortable. And you, like we said, got to connect with more people and we're going to get there. The journey won't always be easy pretty sure I'm, you know that as well but it's worth it for those that will take those extra steps keep going so yeah but obviously yeah. we didn't like we said the season finale our fourth season will be sunday and we're gonna keep going well kudos to you for keeping on and keep publishing is what i try and sign off most things because you're right that life is probably the biggest thing that gets in the way of a podcaster or especially someone whose only commitment and accountability is to themselves Right. Most of us who are listening, if we didn't publish an episode one week, no people might notice and people will definitely notice. But it's not like it's not we're going to fire ourselves indirectly, but there's not going to be any real and nothing really is going to happen to us. So we have to find a way to bring that internally. And I remember for me. I, one of the first shows I started on the first podcast I started, I happened to have started, I think, two or three weeks before my son was born. It was absolutely the worst timing. And he came out a little earlier than I anticipated. But oh, yeah. it got so crazy that I just had to hang it up. And so the next time around, thankfully, I put in things. And I made sure I had enough episodes to sustain us, even if another baby came. Like, I tried to put in enough of those things to account for it. And But life is real. Very. The second thing that, that you touched on, though, was this mental health aspect of it. I have really on my modern masculinity podcast talked a lot about the positive benefits of exercise for mental health and how getting a sweat and working out consistently has been the biggest thing for my mental health what i haven't given enough credence to is the outlet that having a podcast provides as well especially for me who's typically i'm very introverted i'm very nerdy i like to be by myself i like to there are days where i 
go a whole day. I talk to my kids who are four or five years old, or if they're not around, I don't, I talk to the dogs, but I, yep. I could go a full day without interacting with a, a real person. And I feel like I like that, or I'm like, that's what I enjoy. But mm -hmm. on the other side of that, there's this something that gets locked up that when I get on a, on a podcast like this, or I record something that there's a connection or there's like something happens there when someone's able to get on the mic, share their thoughts, pour out their heart, like that isn't always possible if you're not connecting with people. And so is that, I see you nodding your head. Is that something yeah, you experienced as well? That was the main thing I was going to say that I had to realize because I'm an introvert too. Like I'm antisocial. I can go, I talk to my kids. I'm married, so I do talk to my husband. I have to talk to him. <laughs> but mostly I'm comfortable just staying home. I don't mind being around people, but I'm more comfortable home just relaxing, doing my thing, you know, and whatnot. But that interfered with my podcast because you got to connect with some people. You're putting out content and stuff, but you got to connect with more people. So that was the biggest thing. So that's what I'm trying to work on and going to continue that into 2024. And that's it. I don't have any specific goal in mind, but just connect with more people and see what happens. Well, that was going to be my next question is what are your goals? What is, oh. What's the next <laughs> What's the step? What, and I think that... Oh, I think it's a great point because I think a lot of people, they get into it and they almost, they don't want to put any expectations on themselves because they just, they just wanted to do it, which I think is valuable because it, it shields you from the expectations if you're not getting a ton of downloads or you're not. The other side of it, this is only my experience, that I feel it creates me being stagnant. I don't know what the right word is for that, but that I get complacent. That if I'm not actively searching for new goals or a new kind of thing, even if for me that benefit benchmark has been when I'm not really chasing downloads or chasing these things. Can I just get to 25 episodes? Can I get to 50? Can I get to 75? Can I get to 100? What's the next episode? Because even if it's just that and that's my focus, then when things get hard or things get crazy or busy or whatever, it's like now I can at least hold on to that so I'm able to stay consistent and I can continue to put stuff out. But if I don't have that kind of goal, the moment things get crazy, then I'm like, that's the first to go. And that's not good for the long term, right? For mm. the platform, for the mental, like for everything. Mm. I think that I see you nodding your head that maybe that's something that you can take from this conversation is that you're at 120. What's the next benchmark? Is it as you gear up for next year? Is it 150, uh, 200, whatever it may be? Yeah, that's the goal to get to 200 next year. Connect with more people. Actually working on a few things right now. Going to have my show on a couple of apps. So that'll be up and running in January. Working on a magazine as well. And y'all can go check that out on my page because the link is on my page on LinkedIn. Yeah. And the goal well, is to get to 500. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. And I'm just proud of myself for getting this far. I did not think I would be doing four seasons. It's nice. I love it. I want to give you some more kudos and, and thank you for coming on and sharing your journey because I know that there's so many people who are sitting there like myself and analyzing every decision and thinking about every choice Just and do it. everything's got to be perfect before we even take to get started. And I think that you're an example of, of someone who had an important message, something important to share. And like you, you know, it's funny. If you wait for the time and always be perfect, it's never going to happen. I'm going through stuff right now, still doing my show. Just do it, whatever it may be. Just yeah. make it mean something. Make it mean something. Yeah. That was worth the episode right there. So that's where we're going to wrap it. Candy, where can people find you or get more connected with you? 
You can check out the Queen Candy Podcast on any podcast streaming platform. You can follow us on any platform, Queen Candy Podcast, on our Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, Manima Muhammad. You better type in Queen Candy Podcast. Check us out on there, our YouTube page, the Queen Candy Podcast. Where are we not? I think that's about it. <laughs> I love it. Easy to find. We'll link all that stuff up in the show notes as well. Candy, thanks so much for doing this. It's been a, a blessing to, to hear your story. And for those of you who have stuck around with us, we thank and appreciate you for being here. We would thank love a, a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts, um, especially if you're on Spotify. We're making a special push on, on Spotify. So if you're not and happen to have that on your phone, if you could open that up, there's like some stars at the top. You can just hit the, the star button. And give us as many as you think that we are worth. My, my self-validation would appreciate but yes <laughs> I, I would appreciate your honesty more than anything and go get connected with candy and i on linkedin we're also on twitter and instagram at hector underscore podcast but we appreciate you being a part of the community we'll see you on the next one later y'all